All right. Good morning. You know, way, way back 1989, I met a very young, good-looking attorney. And we worked together in a church in Baguio City. And sure enough, nalaman ko na taga San Fernando siya. And uh, so we have with us this morning a very, very long-time friend, a brother, like family. And of course, he married also a young, dynamic, beautiful, good singer, doctor, uh, specialist in pediatrics. And together, you know, they fell in love. Of course, I was responsible for that. Yeah, I was, you know, I, I helped them, you know. No, just kidding. And uh, yeah, sure enough. So from the very beginning of the plant of this church, San Fernando Christian Community, way, way back, starting, you know, conceptualizing around the very early 90s. We kind of got started in 92 and until now. So most of you were not yet even born that time, right? Um, so that shows how uh, matured we are now. <clears throat> but Noel has been a good close friend, Sally. They had three children. One of them was already uh, has gone ahead to heaven. Uh, they moved to the United States uh, several years back and have been active in planting the work of God in Corona, Southern California, uh, an important city. And they actually have their uh, main or their mother church in Van Nuys, the Los Angeles area. A very dynamic, world-changing church. These guys are uh, winning souls, making disciples, taking people through encounters, having cell groups, and really changing the, the world together with their two children who are both worship leaders, cell group leaders, network leaders in their church in California. Mga batang SFCC ito noon eh. Sila yung mga bata-bata dito. And now they are in California rescuing people from hell and depopulating hell and populating heaven. Is that a good thing? Yeah, that's really good, you know. So I just I could probably preach the whole time and not give him any more time just because I'm so proud of them and I love them so much. But anytime that they're here, I really want Noel to speak to you. Most of you, if you've been here for a few years, you know him because taon taon pumunta siya dito and he would speak to us. He speaks to our leaders. And then ako din, kami ni Bambi, we also go to their church in California and we also speak to their leaders. And so we have this uh, extended family. Ang nagme-mentor sa amin, si Pastor Ancho from Life Church Palawan, siya din ang nagme-mentor sa kanila sa California. So parang we're all part of the same family. So these are my brothers and sisters. I want them to be your brothers and sisters. And I want you to open your heart this morning. Open your mind. Give your best attention. And let's hear the word of God. From It's an attorney. She's a doctor. But they are really full-time in the Lord's kingdom. Brother Noel Nabwa. Maraming salamat, Pastor Tim. Totoo yun. Mga bata pa kami noon, mga single pa, mga guapo, mga bata pa kami, magkasama na kami. Until now, mga guapo pa rin kami. Good morning everyone. I'm so blessed to be here, to be given an opportunity to preach the word. I'm so blessed that I'm with my wife and my son for the first time since we came home back in 2010. And... Uh, 
Yes, um, uh, we have one daughter who was left behind. Kasi may pasok siya, she cannot come with us. But she will be coming next year. I promise. Kasi that's our promise to her. Well, uh, my wife is named Salvation Cruz. Probably everybody calls her Sally, but she is Salvation Cross. The cross is our salvation. That's why I married her. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's no more, no Sally jokes today because she's here. You know, if she's not here, I'll be telling a lot of Sally jokes. But uh, it's dangerous now to, to, to tell those jokes. Okay, so, kumusta ang Pasko ninyo? Masaya ba ng Pasko? Did you have a good Christmas? Are you relieved that it is over? You know, many Filipinos would say, oh, salamat, tapos na ang Pasko. You know, we welcome Christmas in the Philippines. You know, September pa lang, tumutugtog na ng Christmas songs. Oh, ang sarap pakinggan na, no? Ang sarap pakinggan na mga Christmas songs. And then we see the Christmas lights set up. And wow, it's so nice to see these Christmas lights. Christmas is such a great time for Filipinos. And then when December 25 comes closer, some mothers and even fathers became stressed. And they become stressed out. People, mga, mga, mga ninong at ninang, nagtatago na. You know, nakaka-stress naman kasi. Kasi ang, ang Pasko natin ay masyadong commercialized dito sa Pilipinas. Hindi ba? Kaya mahirap pumili ng regalo. Kung marunong kang pumili ng regalo, mahirap bayaran. Walang, walang pera. Kulang sa pera. Diba? Sana mabago ang ating Christmas. Ano? Pero tayong mga, mga Filipinos, tayong mga Kristiyano, Ibang ating pananaw sa Christmas. Dapat lang. Ha? Dapat iba ang pananaw natin sa Christmas. It's not the same as the world sees Christmas. It's not the same as the culture in the Philippines would see Christmas. Because they see Santa Claus, they see, you know, just the Christmas lights, they see singing, giving money, you know, being stressed out. But we Filipinos should celebrate Christmas because, we, we Christians should celebrate Christmas because Christ the Savior, was born. But then, again, that is not enough to celebrate Christmas, the birth of Jesus Christ. We all celebrate our birthdays. Who celebrates his birthday here? Huh? Big celebrations, maybe pizza pie or lechon or whatever, big parties. But Christmas is a, a time for thanksgiving. It's a time for celebration. To give thanks to the Lord. It's not just because he was born, but because he went to the cross. Could you just imagine if Jesus Christ was born and never went to the cross? Would there be a celebration? Would our celebration be as sweet as we, we celebrate right now? Would it be the same? Of course not. Maybe we, we will not even celebrate. Maybe Santa Claus is still there, but who cares? Santa Claus did not go to the cross. And if he ever did, the cross might you know, break. Because of his weight. But, you know, uh, the, the reason why we celebrate Christmas is because he went to the cross. It, just imagine if Christ changed his mind. He said to the Father, Father, I changed my mind. I'm not going to go to the cross. I don't want to, you know, feel the pain, experience the pain, suffer. I don't want to do those things. I want to go back to, your, to you, Father. Can he do that? Could he have done that? I mean, yeah. You know, it, uh, Jesus Christ would, he, he, he's 100% God. 
but he is also 100% human being, right? He's 100% human being. He has these emotions that we have. Meron siyang din siyang mga fear, mga anxieties, mga, you know, mga nakakaranas din siya ng sakit. Kaya nga, yung pagpunta niya sa cross ay masakit para sa kanya yon. It was painful. It was painful. And, uh, p- pwede naman siya kung Diyos siya talaga sabihin niyo, okay, so let, let's go. Let's go to the cross. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna, gonna hang myself to the cross and it's over and, you know, everybody is safe. Everybody is happy. No, he didn't do that. He went through the process. In fact, the Bible says, when he was praying at the Mount of Olives, he pleaded to the Father, Father, if you're willing, take this cup away from me. But it's not my will, but yours. Your will be done. Sinabi sa Bible ng kanyang mga luha are like the tears of blood falling to the ground. And that the, the angels even ministered to him to give him strength. Ganon, ang ating Diyos, hindi siya parang superman na pumunta sa cross. He suffered and he died. And for what reason? So that we will be saved from eternal damnation. So there is a reason for us to celebrate Christmas. The cross, you know, gives meaning to our lives. Nagbibigay ng kahulugan sa ating buhay. Kung wala ang cross, ha, anong silbi ng ating buhay? There will be no meaning. There will be no purpose for our existence. Naisip-isip nyo ba? Nang buhay natin dito sa, sa mundo, napakaikli, we have a very short life. Diba? And we go through the through life every day the sun rises we we we, we are awake we're alive we're, we're doing the things that we do every day and then the sun sets down it's night time we sleep and then the following morning it's 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 day to day you know you wake up in the morning sa mga nagtatrabaho gumigising sila nang maaga okay 5 o'clock they 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 they, they uh, take a bath they brush their teeth no, they, they get breakfast and then they leave, get stuck in traffic for an hour and then they go to work for eight hours and then they go back home, but go, uh, get stuck in traffic for an hour and then, you know, do the same things over and over again and they wake up the following morning, the same thing. Is there anything else in this world, in this life, in this world? Oh, yes, you know, we invest money, the money grows we become rich. Or I, I uh, uh, take care of my children. My children become college graduates. They find a job for them. But then, you know, your children will do the same thing over and over just as you did, as you do now. You know, wake up in the morning and go through all this routine every day. And while you sit in a rocking chair already retired after 40 years of working, you know, waiting for your expiration date. That's, that's what life is all about. But you know, the good news is the cross gives meaning to our life. The cross gives meaning to our life. You know, uh, you know Steve Jobs? Kilala niyo si Steve Jobs? Okay, siya yung kalaban ni Pacquiao. Kalala niyo, yung ninakaut ni Pacquiao. He is the, you know, siya yung nag-CEO nag, uh, ng Apple computer, siya yung nag-invento ng, ng mga iPhone, iPad, mga ganyan, ano. And he is, he is very rich, he is very famous. Siya isang t 
tinitingala sa business community, sa computer industry, tinitingala siya. But then he got sick really bad. Meron siyang problema sa liver, karon ng cancer. Was it cancer? And then he eventually died. And on his deathbed, he said, and I, I want to quote what he said in his deathbed, I reached the pinnacle of success sa kataas-taasan ng tagumpay sa aking buhay. I reached the pinnacle of success in the business world. In others' eyes, my life is an epitome, isang modelo, isang model of success. However, aside from work, I have little joy. I have little joy. My work is my, I'm, is my joy. Nothing else. In the end, wealth is only a fact of life that I am accustomed to. At this moment, lying on a sickbed and recalling my whole life, I realized that all the recognition and wealth that I took so much pride in have paled and become meaningless. Walang kahulugan. Walang silbi. All these things that I accumulate, the fame, the good reputation, the, the money, the, the, the empire that I built, walang kahulugan lahat. They have become meaningless in the face of impending death. In the darkness, I look at the green lights from the life-supporting machines and hear the humming mechanical sounds. I can feel the breath of God and of death drawing closer. Tick, 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 tick. Thus, this sound, like the man who lived a meaningful life, Last Monday, my wife and I went to visit a friend, a pastor friend in Baguio, whom we haven't seen for probably nine or eight years. And he was, he's, he's, he has, he's dying. siya. cancer. Cancer of the bones, prostate cancer. And he saw us, he was happy. His face is still glowing. Kaya nyo ba yun? Namamatay na kayo. And his face is still glowing. He still has a sense of humor. And he told us, I'm excited. Sally Noel, I'm excited to go. I have been waiting for my angels. The angels that will fetch me to go to heaven. I'm, I'm, I'm nila. You know, I have no complaints. God has been so good to me. And he has given me the opportunity to serve people and to bring the gospel to a lot of people, hundreds of lives, thousands even, were transformed because God used me. And I'm so glad that I serve the Lord Almighty. He has no regrets. He is feeling terrible pain. Masakit na masakit ang kanyang nararamdaman. Ang kanyang complain lang yun. But this is nothing to what I will be experiencing when I go up, go up there. So, and, and, and one thing that really struck me is that, Noel, you know what? There's so much to be thankful for. What? Is he hallucinating? How can he be thankful in this, in this condition? I, I preach many times that uh, life is more than 
food and clothing. But it is only now that I understand what that means. These things that we wear, these things that we, we accumulate, they're, they're, they're nothing. They're nothing compared to the life that has been promised to me by God. And I'm going there. And I'm so excited. He said, you know, I, I manage to thank God every day. When I wake up and I feel that I'm still breathing, I, think, I thank God. And when they take off my diapers, I thank God. And when I'm able to bend a little, to, to sit a little, because he cannot sit anymore, he cannot stand, he cannot walk, I thank God. There's so much to thank God for. While we are so healthy and we eat balut every day, we eat lechon, we, we, we party, you know, and we, we even fail to thank God. So if you are, this is a, a right time for us to reflect on what our life was in 2015, this passing year. And is there anything that you, you, we want God to thank for? Maybe your life is not, is not truly uh, that good, you know, as you expected, as you wanted to be the first day of the year. Maybe sabihin nyo na, hindi naman ako na-promote, na-demote pa nga ako, nawalan pa nga ako ng trabaho, nagkaroon kami ng mga conflict sa family, hindi magandang ang aking buhay, nagkaroon ako ng health problem. But then, you know, there is something that we have failed to acknowledge as a gift from God. And that is the cross. That is the cross. Everybody say the cross. So if you think that 2015 was not a good year, I want you to think again. I want you to look back. I want you to look at the cross and look at the meaning, the purpose. Look at the amazing love, the amazing grace that is displayed on the cross. In the Philippines, the cross is taken for granted. It is used as a symbol of uh, a lot of things. Not just as, you know, uh, Christ died for us, but it's a, it's a lucky charm. If you want to go to the cockpit, you know, you still have to bear a cross. If you want to bet on loto, the cross is my lucky charm. Or it's my anting-anting, so I will be protected from, 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 from uh, dangerous people, from snakes and, and whatever. All right? Ganun ang ating... Ang ating uh, you know, pagturing sa, sa cross. Hindi katulad ng bala na isang anting-anting. Cross naman ang anting-anting nila. Kaya kung kayo yung nagtatrabaho sa airport, magtanim kayo ng cross. Pagkakataon nyo na mag-evangelize. Mag, uh, you know, tanim kayo ng cross. Tanim cross. Or tanim uh, laglag cross. Okay, anyway. So when we see the cross for what it really is, we see God. We see the love of God. God giving up His beloved Son to suffer and die so that we don't have to die and suffer an eternal death. So nakikita natin ang, ang lalim, the depth of God's love through the cross. We are reminded of God's love when we see the cross. You know, the question is not how God died, how Jesus Christ died, but why did he have to die? Bakit kailangan siyang mamatay? Isa lang ang sagot dyan eh. Diba? Nababasa niyo John 3.16 because he loves us. He loves us. He loves us so much. Ang, ang Diyos, 
He is pure. Walang bahid na dumi. He is spotless. He is his, uh, pure. He is holy. At hindi, kailang, hindi, hindi niya character yung mag-mix ng kasalanan sa kanyang character, sa kanyang holiness. Hindi pwede. His holiness and, and, uh, and uh, sin do not mix at all. That's, that's his character. It will be out of his character if sin will stain him. Yet he allowed sin to come upon his son. He allowed sin to come upon his son. And it's not the sin of Jesus, for he has none. But it is our sins that went, he, he bore the sins of the world. And he buried them. And at that time that sin were on his sho- was on his shoulders, the father could not even look at him. I don't know about you, but I think I would be a lousy God. I would be a lousy God. Uh, uh, I don't think I can sacrifice my son or my wife for you. You know, I love you. You know, like you all. I can come to your parties. I can shake your hands. I can do high fives with you. We can go to a restaurant. You feed me. You know, I, we can we can be friends forever. Facebook friends. But sorry, I cannot sacrifice my son for you. So I, I cannot be a good God. But God, real God, did it for us. He did it for us. That is the uh, love of God. So again, I ask you, is there something that we should be thankful for this, this year that is about to pass? Now, let me take you to Luke 7, verses 36 to 50. And we see... In the heart of one person who is really grateful for the cross. Luke 7 verses 36 to 50. It is the story of a woman who anointed Jesus Christ. Washed the feet of Jesus Christ. Okay, let me read it starting in verse 36. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, hair, kissed them and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said, two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, 
as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So, Jesus was in a party. He was invited to attend a party. You know, Jesus loves parties. You know that? When did, he, when did he perform his, or where did he perform his first miracle? It was at a wedding party. So, maybe we can do that too. Huh? Attend a lot of parties. As long as we're invited, huh? You know, you can use that to, as an opportunity to meet people and share the word of God. Invite them to our cell groups, you know. Make them, you know, people who will come close to God. Let's, let's take every opportunity, every chance that we can get to bring people to Christ. And then we have Simon. Apparently he was the one who invited him. Simon is a Pharisee. Now, you have to distinguish this story, itong kwento na ito, sa, sa ibang uh, kwento ng anointing ng G, ni Jesus, ng, ng, ng uh, isang woman, uh, sa ibang, ibang uh, books of, ng Bible, like in John, Matthew and and Mark. That's a different Simon. That's a different story. Okay, Simon the leper. It's not Simon the Pharisee. In this story, it is Simon the Pharisee. Now, and there is this woman. This woman, as uh, one one uh, another version calls her, a, a town, the town harlot, a prostitute, an immoral woman. It, it, she's everybody's, you know, every man's woman, maybe. It, it was her profession. She is a sinner. Everybody calls her the town harlot. How would you feel if you, if everybody knows you to be a town harlot? You know, in a small town like probably this town, everybody knows everybody. When you walk in the streets, everybody recognizes you. Oh, get get away from that town harlot. She's she's dirty. Get away from her. So so I can just imagine that this woman is rejected by society. Nobody likes her. You know, she, she added people to her Facebook account and nobody confirms. And, you know, she, she, nobody, she got a Twitter account, nobody follows her. And if they, if they found that she is there in their Facebook account, they would unfriend her. Nobody likes her. So, uh, she, she's probably the kind of woman who would, who would uh, wait for the darkness to come and then she would walk the streets to do her chores, her grocery shopping and everything because she wouldn't want to be recognized by people. Nagtatago. Nagtatago sa dilim. But then, she heard about Jesus. And I just presume that she was probably walking or somebody told her about this Jesus who is preaching about love, who is preaching about forgiveness, about second chances, about eternal life. And then she thought about it. She went and she heard Jesus herself. She had an encounter with Jesus. And she told herself, this is what I need. Ito ang kailangan ko sa buhay ko. I want this. I want a second chance at life. I want forgiveness. I want a new life. So she went and followed Jesus and she found Jesus 
in this house of the Pharisee. She was uninvited. Wala nagimpita sa kanya. Pumunta na lang siya doon. And she didn't care she, because she was, her mission was to follow Jesus Christ. And she brought with her an alabaster uh, jar of perfume. Isa itong uh, alabaster jar, malit na ganito siguro kalaki, and then puno ng perfume na mamahalin. Sabi sa isang account sa Bible, yung alabaster jar of perfume is worth a year's wages. Yung buong sweldo mo sa isang taon. Ka, yun, ang, yun, yun ang value niya. So, di ba, very characteristic of a woman. Yung mga yung babaeng ito, ang kinokollect niya, perfume. Yung mga ibang babae, clothing. They invest in clothing. You know, they invest in jewelry. Who invests in jewelry? Who likes jewelry here? Oh, come on. Nakikita ko sa mga tenga ninyo. May mga, <laughs> may mga, mga iba bags. Right? Michael Kors. Yeah, they don't go out without their Michael Kors or their Hermes bags. Pero si Aling Junisha lang yun, yung Hermes bag because that's very expensive. Ang sawa ko ay naka-Michael Kors, pero fake. Ay, hindi, joke lang. Okay, wala, wala, wala siyang Michael Kors. Okay, so, the, the, this woman brought with her an alabaster jar of perfume. And a very expensive one. And then when she opened the, the jar, of course, lumabas yung amoy, yung mabangong amoy. And everybody looks, f- tries to look for the source of this, this uh, fragrant, the fragrance. And they saw the woman holding the alabaster perfume, jar of perfume. And they said, who is this woman? Sino ito? Who invited her? She does not belong here. She does not belong to our group. She's a sinner. Bakit siya nandito? That's probably what people were thinking. And true enough, she, she, she is, she's uninvited. But for this woman, she didn't care. Because her eyes are fixed on Jesus. Her eyes are fixed on Jesus. When her eyes are on Christ, everything else is secondary. Everything else is secondary. Jesus Christ is all I need. And this is the same attitude that Paul displayed when he said in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 2, For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ crucified. Paul's life was dedicated to the cross. Paul's life is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ, the crucified Jesus Christ. You know, if you dissect Paul, you would, you know, spiritually con- uh, do a spiritual autopsy on Paul, you will see the cross inside of him. Yeah. I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless, I live. Christ is all he lives for. And this is exactly what the woman was thinking at the time. You know, it boils down to the fact that the radically forgiven radically rejoices. Only the person who radically understands the depth of his his sins appreciates and understands the forgiveness that he receives from Jesus Christ. Ang ginawa ng ating Panginoong Jesus ay radical. Alam niyo kung anong radical? Ang ginawa niya ay radical. Yung Diyos na bumabagaling sa langit, naging tao at nagsakripisyo, namatay, namatay siya at 
siya ay, siya ay pinako sa cross, radical na pag-ibig yun. So ano ang ating response din? Dapat radical because we are, you have the nature of Jesus Christ now as Christians. As part of, you know, a community of believers, we, we, we respond radically. You know, in, in Psalm 20, 32 verse 3, uh, let, let's start with Psalm 32 verse 3 to 5. Can you? Uh, okay. Psalm 32 verse 3 to 5, sinulat ito ni, ni David. You know, David, he's, he's a favorite of God. He's a man after God's heart. Pero nagkasala siya. Committed sin. And he, he's, uh, he, he's saying these things when, when, he, uh, you know, when he wrote Psalm 32 35, he feels the weight, the gravity of his sin. He said, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Na, naranasan niyo bang nagkasala ng mabigat na kasalanan? Kasala, sino na nagkasala dito? Oh, marami. Oh, nako, kailangan niyo mag-repent. <laughs> Pag nagkasala kayo, hindi lang yung, yung you feel the guilt, you know? Uh, hindi lang yung emotional ang inyong nararamdaman na kabigatan, hindi ba? Nagiging physical din yan eh. Hindi kayo makatulog, hindi kayo makakain, hindi kayo walang mukha na iaarap sa mga tao because you just feel the weight of your sin, the gravity of your sin. But then, thank God, praise God, there is forgiveness. And when you feel that forgiveness, you radically rejoice. Look at Psalm verses 1 to 2 and see how uh, or what uh, David felt. He said, blessed. Everybody say blessed. In the other versions, it says praise. So blessed is he whose sins are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him, and in whose spirit is no deceit. This woman feels so blessed. She feels so blessed because her sins are forgiven. And we should feel blessed every day because we know that our sins are forgiven through the uh, continuous flow of the mercy of the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, when we read in, in uh, Luke 7 that the woman washed the feet of Jesus with tears. With her tears, can she produce that much tears? You know, to be able to wash this. The, well, why not? You know, I was, I was, uh, you know, when when we attend the encounter, every, I probably attended four encounters already, and every time they show the um, clips of the Passion of the Christ, I cry. I cry a lot of tears. You know, tinitignan nila ako, pinapanood nila ako, but you know, I cannot help but cry. Because I really feel, you know, the, 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 the love of Christ. That he, he has to undergo so much pain and suffering for me, for my sins, 
for my sins. How blessed I am that I can't help but cry. But those tears are tears of joy. You can have a foot spa by me when, when, when I watch the, the Passion of the Christ. And this is exactly what the, the woman was doing. She was shedding tears of joy. Tears are the outlet of our emotions. We cry when we're sad. We cry when we're giving. We shed tears when we're, when we're, when we're sad. We shed tears also when we're happy. Who, 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 who's like that? Shed tears when, when you're happy, you're laughing, huh? you're weird. <laughs> no, no, really, we do that. We, we, we shed tears when we're happy. I remember when I saw my son uh, came out of this world from her mother's womb. I cannot help but cry. And those are tears of happiness. So let's, let's be excited. Let's be excited to what God did for us. Just like this woman. She was excited. She even brought this expensive perfume she gave the best for jesus christ not because christ demands her best but because she feels it out of her humility out of her of her gratitude she brought the best for the one who has who is the bearer of hope who can give eternal life forgiveness to her and while she was so excited doing this, you know, washing the feet, because it, it, is, it was customary at that time that the host would wash the feet of his guest. Because, you know, the roads were, were not paved. Maraming alikabok, makapalang alikabok nung araw na yun, wala pang cemento. So the, the host, as a sign of respect and hospitality, would wash the feet of his guest, especially his special guest. But look at the attitude of the Pharisee, he said, he was probably folding his hand and looking at the woman, and he was, he was saying, what kind of prophet is this? He's, you know, dealing with a sinner. Makasalanan nito, bakit siya nakikipaghalubilo sa isang marumi, sa isang makasalanan? You know what, what's happening here? He was giving a judgment. One judge, judgment, statement of judgment is this woman is a sinner. Makasalanan tong tao to. Another judgment is hindi ako makasalanan. <laughs> How many of you see yourself as righteous? No, I don't need Christ. I don't need to deal with this prophet. You know, I'm, I'm, you know I can deal with this prophet anytime because I'm no sinner. I'm clean. Unlike this woman. She's dirty. She's immoral. She's a sinner. So that's the irony of the picture. This, this man, a Pharisee who is supposed to be knowledgeable of the law, siya isang alagad ng alagad ng simbahan. She probably uh, attends uh, church every, at least once a, once a week. He gives tithes. He preaches. He, he memor- has memorized the scriptures probably. But then he is so far away. Far away. From the Lord Jesus. While this woman who is a sinner. Who knows what he needs. Who he needs. Who she needs. She is very close to the Savior. They are worlds apart. They are worlds apart. And. She has been judged. 
because of her external appearance, because of her reputation. Dapat tayo, hindi tayo magja-judge sa external appearance, sa reputation ng tao. Only God knows your heart. Only God knows your heart. Only God knows your repentance. Only God knows the heart of a person. Jesus said, her many sins have been forgiven. Her, her sins have been forgiven. In uh, uh, verse, okay, Jesus knew what Simon was thinking. That uh, this, this woman is a sinner. And, then, and Jesus said, Simon, I have something to tell you. Uh, this is what I like in Jesus. He's very gracious. He probably doesn't want to offend or embarrass Simon. He probably asked him to, come on, Simon, let me tell you something. Simon, two people, dalawang tao may utang sa isang money lender, sa isang maraming pera. Yung isa, may utang siyang, sabihin na nating uh, 500,000 pesos. Yung isa naman, 50,000 pesos. Pero pareho silang walang pambayad. Pero sinabi ng money lender na, Okay lang, huwag nyo nang bayaran. Sino ang mas mahigit na, na magpapasalamat? Yung may utang na 500,000 or yung may utang na 50,000? It's of course 500,000. Mas, mas higit siyang nagpapasalamat. And mag, mas higit siyang magmamahal sa nagpatawad sa kanya. And Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. Sabi ni Jesus Christ, you have judged correctly. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? Pumunta ako dito sa bahay mo. I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet. But this woman, she wet my feet and, and wiped feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. And you, you never gave me a kiss. But this woman, from the time I entered, has been kissing my feet. But this is, this, this is something that gives the woman great pleasure because she knows. She knows who she is serving at the time. It's the same uh, Christ who has given her hope. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little Loves little. Alam niyo, ang kasalanan eh, pare-pareho yan. And kung sa tingin mo eh, uh, konti lang ang kasalanan mo, o wala kang kasalanan, hindi ka magmamahal. Wala kang utang. Wala kang, hindi mo minamahal ang, ang nagpatawad uh, sa'yo, hindi ba? But then, sin is sin. There is no such thing as you know, a, uh, a grave sin for the Lord, a less grave sin, a slight sin, a forgivable sin. You know, it's automatically forgivable. Hindi ganun yun eh. Ang sabi ng Bible, for, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Whether you murdered uh, a, a community of persons or you lied to your mom, that is sin. And that is an offense to God. God hates sin, but he loves a sinner. Okay, so that is something that that uh, uh, we we should be 
thankful for, whether it's small sin from our perception or a big sin from our perception, it is. It is sin. And we are forgiven by the, by, through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. So, we ask ourselves, is there anything to be thankful for for 2015? Can, is there hope for me? 2015, yes. Christ, for the, for the believer, this is what you should never forget. That Christ has forgiven you, forgiven your sins, and that he continues to forgive you. The grace of God is never ending. It's never ending. And now you ask yourself, is there hope for 2016? Maybe your life was such a mess in 2015. And you ask yourself, it's going to be the same thing in 2016. You know what? The good news is, 2016 is a new year. 2016 is a new year. Hallelujah. 2016 is a new year. There's hope for 2016. There's a fresh, fresh 365 days for us. And then we can live our lives in a uh, thanking the Lord, serving the Lord for 2016. If you are that person in 2015 who complains about your situation in life, about your problems, about people around you, get a good, get a new mindset. It's not going to be the same. Tell yourself it's not going to be the same for 2016. If you are just a hello and hi relationship with the, with the Lord Jesus Christ, make it your New Year's resolution to get to know Christ more deeply and have a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. We make our New, res, uh, res, re, new Year's resolutions every New Year, right? Now stop, stop making it your resolution to lose weight. Because you never, you never lost weight. In fact, you gained more weight, Niba. That's applicable to me. So, get another, a better, much better New Year's resolution to follow Christ, to be a disciple of Christ. If, there's, if uh, somebody has invited you to the encounter, to get to know, more, to, to know Christ more, go, go for it. Go for it. If, 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 you have been, if you have not been reading your, your Bible, for, or maybe you, you do read your Bible once, you know, once a month, and then you read a verse, uh, you know, uh, irre- not, not regularly, then make it your resolution for 2016 to read the Word every day. And do your devotionals. You know, have a quiet time with the Lord. Spend time with the Lord. Grow spiritually. Be planted in a church. If you are that person who just, you know, go uh, hopping from one church to the other and just observing, you know, how the, uh, the, the, they do things in that church, stop doing it. Just be planted in the church and serve through that church. Or if you are the kind of person who, who uh, just, you know, stand there like a post, 
during the worship, you know, just looking at things, you know, waiting patiently to, to, for the worship, uh, the singing to stop, then stop doing it. When you wake up on a Sunday or even on a Saturday, get excited about Sunday. Get excited about Sunday and, and just, just prepare yourself to attend the worship on a Sunday. You know, don't be late. If, you, are, if you're, you have the habit of being late every Sunday, don't be. Now, 2016 is going to be different. 2016, you're going to, to wake up early, be excited, wear your best dress maybe, or just come to, to the worship early, have a good attitude. Yeah, and, and come to the worship to the, to the center early, help people, you know, set up things. You minister to people, encourage people, you know, get to know people and just share the gospel to, to the people. And then go to the worship, raise your hand, be excited. You are saved. Jesus Christ canceled your debt. Jesus Christ canceled your, your sins. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. Live 2016 every day with a heart of gratitude, with an attitude of gratitude. You owe nothing to Christ, but it's because you are forgiven. It comes out naturally. Because you have the nature of Christ in you. Hallelujah. May I ask you to please stand and let's pray. Father God, thank you so much, Lord, for the cross. That through the cross... We find meaning and purpose of our existence. We are saved by your love. That Jesus Christ came and died for us. And we sometimes have failed to acknowledge that. We sometimes fail to thank you for that. And we just take the cross for granted. And we complain every day. But Lord, 2016 is going to be different. Because 2016 will usher in a new me. A new us. A new Christian. A new disciple. We're going to be your followers, Lord. And I pray, Lord God, that you will bless this church. Bless this church, Lord, as they honor you and deliver the benefits of being your follower. I pray that you will use each and every one, not just the leaders, not just the pastor, Lord God, not just the cell group leaders, but everyone. Every one of the members of this church, Lord God, to, to be active, to, to evangelize, to share the word of God to the community, to bring people to Christ, to transform lives, help them and use them mightily, Father God. I pray for the leaders, for Pastor Tim, Lord God, that you will, you will give him wisdom and discernment, Lord, as he leads this church, as he mentors his, uh, his uh, 12, as he... Uh, ministers to people. Bless him mightily, Father God. We love you and we praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen.